0: Can't wait for the (laughs) camera on this one. (laughs) Welcome back to Ignite Agility. Once again, Angela Johnson and I are here to share with you some thoughts. But first, if you could do us a favor and like and subscribe to our channel, that would be great. It helps us out tremendously. Today, lead, follow, or get out of the way. Angela, welcome. Hello, Christian. That's right. Lead, follow, or get the hell out of the way. Hey, now that wasn't the title. I know.
1: Well, you know, this is how we're feeling this week. We're We're kind of snarky snarky over here this week. So as always, try to do a little attribution. Yes. And all these people on the internet say Thomas Paine said that quote. But then you've got all these analyticals who actually read and that quote is nowhere in anything Thomas Paine wrote. So I don't know. Believe the internet or not, so many people over the years have used it from, Patton to Lee Iacocca, and now us. So
0: what brings us to that point?
1: How many times have you been working with one of our clients, you know, or just, you know, large potential client even, and we've heard a key leader, and I guess I'm going to put leader in scare quotes, let's call them authoritarian, because whether or not they're a leader, eh, that's a whole different debate, but somebody at the top of the food chain. CEO, CIO, CTO, CEO, fill in the blank, right? How many times have we heard, well, this company has a lot of money to die a really slow death. And I'll be, I'll be retired by then, so it won't be my problem.
0: My runway is clear.
1: Mm-hmm. I know what I need to do to get out of here. Mm-hmm. Any agile approach, Scrum in particular, requires change. And I think these folks just get scared, right? Like, what? Uh, no you see I'm at the tail end of my career and I wasn't thinking about starting a whole new thing you know if you think about where we're at with the law of diffusion of innovation we are at beyond late adopters in my opinion and into the laggards right so these people by definition don't want to change Yep. so now here we come along with all this oh change 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 and they're like yeah how much time till my
0: retirement (laughs) yes i have seen this i've uh, in fact had someone say that you know there's there's too much money here and so why would we change
1: last week there was um a cspsm workshop that i was leading and one of our graduates who has come to a number of our workshops he's like i want to talk to you all about something i just i can't believe you're just really building it up right to be this Thing none of us have heard before and he says the leader he was sitting down with flat-out looked at him and said it's not that long until I retire this is way too much for me to think about or to take on so save it for the next person and he was flabbergasted he was just like he was literally shell-shocked that anybody would say this out loud and looking around the virtual rooms we were on zoom People were laughing and people were nodding and they opened their mic and they're like, this is the first time you've heard this? I've heard this for years out of our leaders. So <laughs> I, I don't... to the club. Right? I don't think this is, this is new.
0: Yeah, so it's not a confirmation bias on our part. No. Uh, we have people in classes saying this. We've had a client say this. And even close to home, just what was it within the last two well, weeks?
1: Yeah, one of our uh, consultants called us up and, you know, we were talking about um, making real change in this organization and we were all kind of excited. There's a couple of little glimmers of hope at the top, talking about doing large-scale scrum, talking about making structural change. And he, he said, the CEO. <clears throat> so now we're talking the very top of a very large organization, over 20,000 employees worldwide. So
0: as much authority as you can have.
1: Right? Says... Well, I'm in. We're going to do this. But not just yet. Because this key leader, and I'm going to keep putting scare quotes around that, who is organizationally responsible for this much hierarchy, they have another 18 months to go before they retire. So we'll look at this then. What? (laughs) It's like, how can that be... The only possible solution. Yeah.
0: If you look at, you know, Q theory, it fails. That's one person for however many. System thinking, we have a choke point. Uh, Quantitative and qualitative reasoning. Think of the money that they might be missing out on just because of this one person that they know is not going to be able to get on board.
1: How about common
0: sense? Sense, yes. Take all those
1: theories. (laughs) And throw them out the window. How about a little common sense? Exactly. Or even just the respect. So all that CEO would need to do is sit down with said person and let them know, hey, you and I on the cusp of retiring, we've done some good work here, but there's this whole succession plan that is going to supersede us. There's this whole succession plan coming. Why should we hold them back? So what is it really that you're waiting for? Is it a date? Because you, you know, don't turn a certain age until a certain date to be able to tap into 401k or or whatever big pot or, of money there is waiting. A dollar amount? Yeah, if it's a dollar amount, this is a solvable problem. Or even just give that person the respect to directly confront this instead of everybody talking about them behind their back like they're doing. So it just boggles my mind a little bit. Why is just wait them out the only solution that's
0: single-throated
1: that just seems wrong to
0: me on so many levels plus being proactive having that conversation they might even offer it too you know we might be telling ourselves something like it's the only (coughs) thing we (coughs) can do when if you just put it on the table uh, and flip it hey uh, we're trying to do this we know you're not on board on this or we know you're not really wanting to do this what would you do if you were us
1: yeah There might be any number of solutions that people come up with if we stop this backdoor, you know, behind people's back discussion. So, okay, a talented scrum master could sit down, scrum value of courage, and have some of these conversations. But what about the next generation? What about this next generation of leaders? So let's say, let's wave our magic wand here today. And some of these folks who need to retire or want to retire do. They get out of the way. Now, the new folks who are all fired up and inspired with their agility to make this change, do they actually do it? Yeah. Or does the system crush them, too?
0: Yep. A colleague of ours has uh, talked about this quite a bit. And, uh, you know, is it we're just marking time until these folks retire? And hopefully the people that we've seen come through our classes uh, get to that point to where they're now the leaders and then they can be the ones that lead this change but then the other part of it is is will it be or is it going to be something that we're not able to see that happens when they get to that level there the system will still keep producing the same results it's it's going to be an interesting dilemma
1: potentially job security for us i don't know Possibly. (laughs) well you know and, and i i say some of these things and You know, people will say, well, you're not demonstrating empathy for, you know, people in a certain um, stage of their career or you're not demonstrating empathy for these people who want to retire.
0: That is not true. No, it's actually respectful to to be able to have these conversations to go, look, you know, where you are, where are you with everything and where do you want to be and what is the things that we can do to help you get there? And it might be that we help you maybe move on quicker.
1: And when people challenge me on you know, my own career choices, I tell people all the time, at some point you will see me at the drive-through asking if you wanna supersize that.
0: You said you're gonna work at a drive-through?
1: I would rather go work at a drive-through than stay in a job where I'm miserable. Yes, that or is a choice. Or where people are talking about me behind my back because I'm somehow the bottleneck or somehow the impediment to them making change. I would rather get out of the way. So these, you know, authoritarians, my my hope is that they get inspired to, to lead. And it's not like they even need to do a lot of this work. No. A, a talented leader will say what the intent is, will shape the path, will give a little direction and then trust the self-organizing yep. teams of people who are inspired to make these things happen. Or... If they want to step down, right, they want to follow somebody else that's named that organizational leader for this kind of change, or just get out of the way. And that can take many forms.
0: Do you think the reason some of these folks and the term leader, they freak out because they think they have to know all the answers? They think they have to have all the ideas.
1: I do. Um, and And the reality is they don't right? Throw it, to the, throw it to the team of people. Um, there's another organization that um, hasn't said it out loud yet. I feel it every time I walk in the room. I feel the, the sense of, or I should say, the lack of motivation in a few C-level people. Uh, even worse in that context, they just say yes to everything, they're just saying yes to literally everything. Yes, and, please. And it's I'll it's <laughs> so much worse because now you know they're saying yes to numerous conflicting, contradictory ways yeah. of doing work. Yep. Yes to every piece of work, right? So now we have all these conflicting. Uh, let's not even call them priorities because nothing's priority. So we have all of these things happening, and it's like, how hard would it be to say, you know this kind of overwhelms me i'm at a different stage in my career you all are the next wave you all are the organization's succession plan that that would been well stated why don't you grab the helm why right. don't you you know lead because you seem to be very inspired you seem to have some great ideas here you're empowered to run the experiment what are we afraid of what's what's literally the worst that could happen especially if these organizations have enough money to die a really slow death, as many of them brag about.
0: Yes. What about the burning bridge scenario? I asked you that question. Have you ever seen uh, agility take hold because of a burning bridge? Yes. I think you had an example.
1: Yes. One of our clients, and I'm not really sure if I'm allowed to say their name, so So I'll just say that they were spun off by a very large well-known Twin Cities organization that divested the product. So a little startup, 50 people, some seed money, right? Entrepreneur um, trying to get it off the ground. And they had a release of product that was so bad. They paid the customer not to take delivery on it. That's the situation they were in when their leader came to me and said, help, I want to try using Scrum. Scrum. We are taking 18 months to deliver something, and it was horrible. So we put a little training together, booted a couple teams, did some coaching, boots on the ground coaching, got them sprinting and working together cross-functionally. They not only delivered the product in nine sprints, so 18 weeks, not 18 months, months, the client was overjoyed by the quality of the product. And they got a bunch of new orders from a trade show that they demonstrated the product at, just doing gangbusters. And they didn't stop. They didn't rest on their laurels and say, oh, we've arrived. No, today they're they're doing even more with very well known uh, companies on, in this nation that are contracting them for their services. So And they were looking at going out of business. They were looking at not being able to make payroll after X number of months if they didn't do something different.
0: So there's some motivation there. I've also heard that sometimes the burning bridge can fizzle out, but I'm glad to hear that that is an experience that it kept going.
1: Yeah, and I think just by definition, the smaller organizations that are privately held, that um, they're naturally more entrepreneurial, I think they're naturally inclined to run more experiments and to take more risks. The premise of, you know, this topic today, this lead follower get out of the way, all the companies that you and I were talking about um, and you know, names are withheld to protect the guilty, but that we had in our head, as we think about them, they're huge, right? Over 20,000 employees, over 10,000 employees, right? And lots and lots of money and, and decades and decades of being entrenched in Tailoristic management and waterfall thinking and those kinds of things. So I do think that comes into play a little bit.
0: So what do you do? Uh, You know, I was in a big organization and I struggled with that, you know, had success in a small pocket, saw this could be successful with the rest of the organization, but they were sneezing money. Why would they do anything different? So what do you do if you're in that situation?
1: Well, one of the leaders that you and I have both worked with I've heard her say on more than one occasion, I can wait them out. They only retire in a year and a half, two years. I'm a patient person. I can wait them out. Okay, maybe not the greatest choice, but there is that.
0: That was her choice.
1: That's her choice. Um, Have the direct conversation. Sit down and say, here are the facts. There's no harm. There's no shame in being honest. You know, hey, I'm not motivated to do this or I don't want to lead it, but will you impede an initiative if we yeah. give someone else? Nobody's taking your pay away. No. Nope. Nobody's taking your golden parachute away. But will you impede an initiative if that authority or that empowerment is given to someone else? I would just have the courageous conversation. And so Scrum Masters listening to this may have to start where they can you know, if they don't have a direct audience with a CEO or with a C-level, who do they have in their circle of influence? Who right. can, right, they start start having these conversations and socializing these ideas with?
0: And, of course, the final option is you can change ships.
1: <laughs> change your company or change your company? So it's, it's, it's,
0: <laughs> it's key to point out because I think it, it, it can get extremely frustrating for people who are learning that there's different ways to do work there's more effective, proven ways to do work than, when, than what they're doing right now, and then wanting to try that and then meeting resistance. And that's the balance of knowing where you're at, where your patient level is. I was impatient, and so I left. But that's not necessarily uh, everybody's choice. So,
1: No, but that's a good way to put a bow on this is, and tie this up is lead, follow, or get out of the way, even if that means you getting out of the way. <laughs> Literally changing your organization.